Garage Conversation with Char is back to start the sixth series. The podcast still endeavors to inform, engage, and inspire. So relax and enjoy. Hello, everyone. I am finally back. I took a little break longer than I usually do, and I'm happy to come back and start again. I can't believe we are in series six. And if you're a listener of my podcast, you know that I really love the arts. So I am thrilled. I know I'm always thrilled and excited with doing this podcast, but it is the truth to have today uh, my friend, my buddy from church, Noe Velez. And he actually is um, a recording artist, but he's just more than just his music. So we're going to be talking to him today. I got a chance actually to really just see Noe joining, you know, I think the best church planet there to imagine, you know, me, I'm going to give a shout out to my church any chance I get. And he's part of the worship team there. If you listen to the last series, you got to know a little bit about Krista, who's also part of the worship team. So I thought it'd be great to have Noe on as well. And we also got a chance to know each other via an iGroup we were both in together. And then I, being an iGroup leader, you know, uh, pulled Noe along to come and help me uh, work, uh, co-lead with me in iGroup. And these iGroups are things that we have at our church where we can get into small groups and talk about topics. And, you know, ours was this like sort of in-depth Bible study, which we're still in the midst of. We're having a little break right now as our pastor is doing a Bible study, and we're not starting iGroups yet. But that just gives you some background about how we met. And I also want to also say I did get a chance to uh, listen to his music, one of his albums. Another church member told me that he had an album. So I was like, oh, wow, I got to download this. And I really enjoyed it. And from there, I really wanted and, um, and got, like I said, got to know him better and that's how I got to get him to come on a podcast. So I'm really happy to to have him on. And uh, Noe, I just wanted you to, you know, say a little bit about yourself, whatever you feel comfortable before we start going into the questions. You know, it goes out into the air. And I'm very thankful. I have people who listen from different parts of the world and different parts of the country. So whatever you feel comfortable saying about yourself, please introduce yourself. Yeah, well, thanks. Uh, first, I want to thank you for having me on. You know, um, you know, I'm listening to you, and I guess you know there there are things that I guess we all do outside of church, and we don't know what the other person <laughs> does because we, the, I guess, the topic never comes up. You know, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's it, um, it's it's awesome to hear. You know that you've been doing a podcast, and um, you know, I feel like I'm at a like NBC News or something. You know, it just sounds very <laughs> professional, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so so I um, just a little bit about myself. Uh, you know, I've been I've been actively doing worship. You know, without telling my age, I would say <laughs> since since um, since ninety eight. You know, I've I've been I've been um, you know leading worship. I, I led worship at at a church. I started leading at, actually at at a, at a campus ministry at Rutgers, and that wow. kind of just that kind of just transitioned to an opportunity to lead at. Um, you know, at, at a fairly large church in in, in New Jersey, in New Jersey, um, and my old bishop it was uh, Bishop Seawright, and he was also a recording artist as well. Um, and uh, you know, just a very thriving worship ministry where there were three worship leaders there, and um, you know, I did the eight o'clock service. One of my other counterparts did the eleven o'clock, and then had another counterpart, and he did the Thursday, and and we just had um, we just had a wonderful time, and I, I learned a lot different styles, you know, a bishop, he was a worship leader. And so I was, I was around a lot of solid, good worship leaders. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, in the midst of, of me being there, the years that I was there, I, I did record an album. Uh, it was my first album. Um, and it was actually, it was called Spiritual Minded. Um, mm-hmm. That was, uh, I, and I, I hate saying years because then it's, I start to think, <laughs> you know, you want everybody to think you're nice, fresh, and young, you know. But um, yeah, so I, I did that album in 2003, and I don't know what what it was when you do an album. Then all of a sudden, everybody was like, "Oh, you know, they." I guess people get impressed by your recording artists, you know. 
to me, I just mm-hmm. recorded some songs that I wrote and put them out there. And, and that was that. And then people, you know, I don't know why people get impressed by that. Um, yeah. and I just started getting invitations and I would go to different churches, coffee houses, uh, different mm-hmm. events. And I just I just continue to write music, continue to do it. I, re- I released another album in in 2012 um, called Favor of God, um, and 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 that did that did well. I got a lot of uh, invitations to different um, events. Uh, you know, you get emails from somebody. Hey, you know, you've been nominated for some award, and I was like, I don't even know who are these people. <laughs> you know, things like you know, stuff like that would would happen. Um, and then, you know, fast forward to, to just recently in, in 2021, I released um, the live experience. And um, and then I made a friend, you know, sometimes traveling to different different churches and different places. I, I, I made a friend. There's this um, a personality called Liz Black, and she does uh, radio in the New York area. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would invite me to events as well. And she kind of kind of became my mentor. She was like, hey, you should do this. You should try that. And, 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 and the last album I did, she said, you know, you really need to do a live thing. You know, you, when you record stuff, it's okay. But when you do it mm-hmm. live, it sounds better. So, mm-hmm. you know, I took her advice and I, and I, and I recorded this last album. Um, that's, that's kind of pretty much my music journey. Um, you know, I've, I've also, you know, functioned in church. I've also functioned as a minister. Um, and uh, I, I think when I was in my 20s, I just, I don't know what it was. I just got, I wanted to read the Bible. I was reading mm-hmm. books. I was reading all kind of things, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, you know, well, why did this happen? Why did that happen? And I had to find, I had to understand why, 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 why. And, yeah. uh, you know, the, the things of the Bible just kind of stuck with me. So sometimes mm-hmm. when, when, you know, we're, when we're on a prayer call or when, uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're uh, in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in an environment where we we're studying the word of God, sometimes just, a scripture would just popping out of my head from nowhere, you know, um, yeah. something that I remember reading years ago. So, um, and then I've, I've been married for, for, we just, we just celebrated 22 years. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, my, my son is, is in college. He's, he just, he just turned 19 yesterday. Um, wow. you, know, you know, we were, little, we were little kids the other day, you know, my wife and I <laughs> fresh out the box. You know, and now all of a sudden the year just they just zip by and and you're like, whoa, you know, when did that happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know that having a 26 year old who sometimes is on this podcast, not she'll be on at the end and end of this series sometime. But uh, yeah, no, that's 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 really great because you know that's how we got um, connected with the I group because I had learned you were a minister and I was like, oh, maybe no way can help me with this. Just have. <laughs> Someone who has that background because they're really doing this in-depth study. And, and as I said, he was gracious. You were gracious enough to to come on. But you had started to get into your musical journey. Like, I was just wondering, was, you know, you play the guitar and you write? Like, was something that, you know, you just had this town as a young man? Did your family sort of nurture it? Or did you just say, you, you just, I was just always curious, like, how do people, you know, evolve into to to this musical you know talent or your talent right. develop and grow right you know um you know i actually i, th- I think there, there are different phases or different parts to it i mm-hmm. think uh you know i think god gives us um gives us a, all a, a talent or a gift something that we're just born with something that that's just kind of natural to us um and i you know i grew up in church um, and we always sang, we always, uh, you know, I took piano lessons. I hated piano lessons. My mother made me go, uh, I want, I, my mother reminded me a couple of years back. I said, I wanted to quit. And you remember you wanted to quit and I didn't let you, she said, <laughs> she reminded me, you didn't let me quit. Um, that sounds but, so familiar. I did that with my daughter and the piano 
And I, I'll never forget, like my husband had this debate, should we let her stop? And we, we finally agreed. She had worn her sound enough at 11 to stop, but she did start at five, like she was doing the Suzuki method. So I appreciate mothers who say, you got to <laughs> stick with it. And it's funny, right. she picks up like string instruments. She plays the bass and guitar too, and not really the piano. So. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But, you know, the appreciative, you know, you know, that's, that's what moms do. Moms, you know, moms yeah. push you. You know, no, you're not quitting. So, I, you know, I, I, I didn't quit. You know, I got I got involved in high school. And the funny thing is I, I grew up in a, in a in a Spanish speaking church. So, mm. uh, you know, like all the hymns, we did them all in Spanish. So when I started going to, you know, the Mar- an English speaking church, you know, I, mm. I knew all the hymns, just the words were different. I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> I know that mm-hmm. hymn. So mm-hmm. um, I actually developed uh, my my high school. Um, my high school uh, uh, chorus teacher was also um, a gospel choir director at his church. Mm-hmm. So he would he would introduce a lot of a lot of uh, gospel music, mm-hmm. um, and I just I, I just I fell in love with gospel music um, so much so that when you know when I went to college, you know I was in the I was in the in the gospel choir as well. So I know all these old. Uh, uh, gospel songs from the '90s, the 2000s, you know, you know all those artists, and, and you know that was the choir era, the choir right, era, right, like, right, like huge. Um, and um, you know, fast forward, that's that's where I, I kind of um, um, became a worship leader, uh, you know, just from from singing um, a lot. But I think, you know, going back to like what we were talking about before. Like, how do you develop? How do you create? You know, at that mm-hmm. time, I think I just had some talent. You know, I practiced mm-hmm. and I was kind of good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you when you marry it with your relationship with God and, and you think of of uh, um, like like characters like Joseph in the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, that that, you know, he had a, he, he was young, and young and dumb and telling all his dreams <laughs> to everybody. And and then, you know, there was a moment where there was a breaking, you know, God, mm-hmm. God allowed him to be thrown in the pit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where, uh, you know, especially when you do gospel music and we believe in the anointing and we believe in the presence of God, that, that, you know, being thrown in the pit and going through some experiences is what brings out not only just the gift and the talent, but now mm-hmm. you can, you can, you can add what's called an anointing. Yeah. And enabling power that God, you grabbed your talent and he puts his backing on it and he puts whatever it is that he does to be able to, you know, be a blessing to the people of God and, and, and just, just cause change and people to reflect and think about where they are and, and see God mm. better than they did when they, when they first came in. So yeah, I, I think, you know, it's a, it's a combination of different things. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, you have the talent. And then God puts his, his hand on it after he's broken you. You've gone through some experiences. Okay, that's great. So this this made me think of a question uh, around, you know, some of your songs you sing in Spanish, some you sing in English on your albums. And this is going to sound funny, but I, I, you know, trying to be, you know, in the spirit at church and things like that. But you do notice things. And I notice it seems like when you start singing in Spanish, like all the women go, oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something happened. So don't let my wife hear that, please. Yeah, no, 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 we, we make sure we're all good. But it's just like you know, they're like, oh, no way. So there's something about you know, I guess Spanish is the romance language, and of course we're praising them. But I'm just being funny, a bit facetious. But the but the right. thing of like switching between spanish and english and how you decide when you were writing your album any or is it just it sounds a certain way because i've learned some you know you'll sing some songs and you will will repeat after you so i've learned a little spanish i took french in school but um so what what is your process for that or is just how god leads you to to do it you know you know it's it's um i think one of the things that especially when you're dealing with music is Mm -hmm. You know, you don't you don't force things because sometimes if you have to work too hard and force things, especially musically, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it just comes out unnatural. Um, right. So sometimes the approach with the Spanish is, you know, 
let's try it. Let's see if it works in Spanish, especially things that are very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote one song on the last album, and I tried to translate it and make it to English, but it just mm-hmm. didn't. It just didn't feel right. It just didn't, right. you know. So, so some some things you try, and and it, and it just flows naturally and easily. And other things, it just doesn't. It just doesn't work well. You know, I wrote the song in, in Spanish. It's called uh, Padre Dios. It's called Father God. Yeah. And, um, you know, and my brother and my mother were like, oh, why don't you do it in English? I was like, I tried, but it just it just didn't sound right. You know, uh, when I wrote the song, it just it just flowed naturally, flowed easily. And, and my son loves that song. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we were in the car and he was like, play it again. Play it when he was small. <laughs> play it again. Yeah. Play it again. Can we hear it again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting. And then the other thing I thought of as we as you were talking, and this is a little bit funny too, or cheeky as they say in the UK. I have a friend, right? And she comes to visit us. But one of the things she's like, I can't believe, you know, somebody's playing the guitar. That just is like seems weird for gospel and the guitar, but you gave your background, you know, it's just Generally, you don't see a guitar with gospel. You know what I mean. Right. I, so, so, and um, I'm I'm very didn't bother me, but for her to point that out, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, you yeah. know, and that's that's funny that you mentioned. That's very true. Um, I think it's it's you know every couple of years, just music in general kind of changes, mm-hmm. and and you're seeing groups like. You know, there's some artists, you know, like you, you're seeing Jonathan McReynolds is technically he's yeah. a gospel artist, but right. he'll do some guitar. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Travis Green is another one. You know, he mm-hmm. does gospel music, but they're they're mm-hmm. infusing this kind of contemporary, you know, folkish sound, some, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes sounding uh, mm-hmm. music, introducing it into the, to the masses. And it's, you know, not that I, I'm not the trendy type. You know, like, <laughs> oh, they're using guitars. All right, maybe I need to learn guitar too. You know, I don't. I'm not into trends, but um, well, you were doing it before them. Come on now, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, uh, but I actually, uh, you know, I I I was a piano person. I want to say I took up the guitar. I want to say about it's been about oh my gosh, it's been probably about twelve years now. I think I've been doing oh, the wow. guitar. But I started with the piano. But um, the reason I, I started the guitar was, um, and I, hopefully the person never hears this podcast, <laughs> but, but I, I was working with, with a, a keyboard player mm-hmm. and the keyboard player sometimes was not prepared. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the tempo was either too fast or too slow. And they just, it was just making the serve, it was making the, 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 the praise and worship segment very difficult. Mm-hmm. So uh, in my mind, my main motivation was like, you know what? I'm going to start playing the guitar to make sure I bring in the right tempo and get the right feel. And then, you know, everybody else can join in after I've started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just, you know, I said, let me try it with two or three songs. And then mm-hmm. it kind of just evolved and kept going. So I actually, when I play guitar, I think in piano. Um, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> I think, uh, you know, sometimes if I'm learning a song by ear, uh, I certain chords, I can't figure them out on the guitar. So I go to the piano. Oh, and then I can go back to the guitar and because my first instrument is the piano. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. And I that's what I, I sort of tell my daughter, like, see, aren't you glad I had you learn how to do piano? Because that sets you up for like these other instruments, you know, like, but, like I said, but um, it's interesting. I I played the flute when I was younger and I did the same thing. I wore my parents down and then I stopped playing. And that's something that I hope at some point I could pick up again. Um, maybe when I retire or something, I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. but, but um, you know, um, just getting into your albums, you sort of, sort of alluded to how your first album was sort of like, you know, you should do an album. You did the, the spirit minder, but your other two albums you have, you know, the favor of God and, and the live experience. I guess you touched on that too, on the live experience. It was, you know, someone saying you should record some live music, but what about the favor of God? What, what was the motivation be- behind that one? You know, that I was working with a producer um, 
up in North Jersey. And it was, it, the album was created, it, it was a different approach. Uh, we would kind of, we kind of co-wrote. So mm -hmm. what he would do is he would start making the music and I'm mm -hmm. kind of sitting there listening to it. So while he's making the music, um, I'm, I'm trying, I'm developing a melody in my head um, and writing lyrics. Mm -hmm. So then usually by the time that he was done uh, making the music, I kind of had a, a good idea where we were going, and then I would just we would just put the vocals down. So it was just, it was a, it was it was it was a unique approach. It was different. Uh, some songs, you know, it was a studio feel. Uh, uh, other songs on that album, we said, oh, you know what, we got to bring in some musicians to give it a different feel. Um, you know, horn players. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we had I think we had a one song had a violin section on it. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just very very kind of piecemealed it. Yeah, I, I really love the eclectic uh, nature of, of, of that album. And, and the great part when it's like my podcast, I can ask these kind of questions. So two of my favorite songs on your album, A Favor of God, is It Was You. And then you have the short acapella song, Take All of Me. So I was wondering, can you like share the story behind those songs? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was it was you, I think, was birthed out of... Um, you know, it's 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 really a, a pride song. You know, mm -hmm. it's 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 a song about um, you know we get good at things, whether it's our jobs, whether it's um, you know a gift that we have or an ability, and um, you know we 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 become like Lucifer, so to speak. You know, I'm the beautiful mm -hmm. angel, and you know I'm the best one, and mm -hmm. I think sometimes. You know, it's a humbling experience sometimes to, to realize and God reminds us um, that, you know, everything that we do, everything that we are, you know, comes from him. You know, every good and perfect gift comes from him. And just just rem remembering that 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 he's the source, yeah. you know, and and when we when we when we fall into that trap of, you know, you know I did this and I'm this and I'm that, and, you know, you know. And this wouldn't be anything if it wasn't for me, you know, when we get go down that path, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes if we're going to be used by God, God has to humble us and remind us, you know, it's not you, you know, I'm the one, you know, like Job, you know, were you there when I formed the mountains or, you, mm -hmm. know, you know, and, and, and we just got to remember, you know, to be humble. Yeah. And then, and you have mentioned, um, take all of me. Yeah. Is, um. You know, it's a, it's a song of surrender. It's a song mm -hmm. of surrender. You know, we all we all got our little, we all got our things that we struggle with, things that we don't want to let go of. You know, thoughts, habits, hobbies, um, um, person, ways of being. Oh, I'm just this is just who I am. Well, <laughs> you know, you know that's I don't know I don't know if that's God's best. You know, mm -hmm. so so at some point we have there's some things that we just got to surrender and give over to God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think those are really some good words of wisdom for today. Um, somehow being humble is not valued, you know, and, um, oh you know, so I think it's really like if people reflect on some of the things you said about that, you know, it's, it's, it's so true. And, you know, just giving it, and especially with all this going on in the world today, just like, you know, just giving it all to God, just, you know, you know, take all of me, you know. Help me deal with all these things, you know. Right. Really, really good. Really good. So you were a church kid, it sounds like, like me, grew up in the church. Um, did you ever consider recording anything other than gospel music? Um, you know, I have written some songs, you know, I, I, I've, I've written some um, that I've, ne I've never recorded. But uh, I, I wrote uh, my wife and I's um, a wedding song for us. Oh, and, nice! And, and I didn't sing it, but um, I had some some friends that sung it, and it, it was mm -hmm. really nice. I've and I've written a couple of love songs, but mm -hmm. you know, I I I, think I grew up in that era, you know, somewhat of a, of a, of, a, of a Pentecostal mm -hmm. um, background where 
you know, you were, you were just going to hell if, if, if you <laughs> secular music. <laughs> right, right, right. And then right. all of the people, you know, all the people and singers that I knew that did secular music, you know, the motivation always seemed like, you know, I'm dissatisfied with the church. You know, th that's mm -hmm. what it always felt like to me. Right, you know, right, right. That I ever had a conversation with them, but you know, it was like, you know, I want, I want, you know, I want more, and the church isn't the, is isn't it for me. You know, mm -hmm. so you know, I think if, if I did record, you know, a secular song, you know, it would be from the motive of, you know, um, you know, maybe you know something like you know just relationships or love, or yeah. it had to be something healthy. And then, yeah, you know, crazy stuff that they <laughs> that some people do. You know, yeah, that fake yeah. love, no, fake love, lust. You know. Yeah, yeah, real love. Yeah, no, that would be that would be that that would be cool to do sometimes. You have to think about that, or I guess you know I'll have to hear that wedding song one day. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So who are your and wedding songs? Wedding songs are always nice. Oops, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's okay. No, 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 that's okay. I was just going to, but yeah, no, wedding songs are always nice, and even some of the. Um, gospel songs you wind up you know playing playing at weddings that are love songs they technically would be love songs to god but then people may use um you know to be sung at their wedding too so yeah right. or so like you know think of like a, a, a bible book you know song of solomon is a, just yeah. a whole love song you know? mm -hmm. but I, I think maybe the church went a little you know some of the pentecostals went a little crazy on the uh on the secular music i think you know sometimes it you know, hell or holiness, you know? Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, people were so, so focused and so afraid of, you know, love song leading to, you know, call like a gateway song. Yeah. <laughs> I a better word. Yeah. No, I music. Right, right. I get your point. And I guess that's, that's where, and, and, and I think people have really gotten more, open and then know that it's a way also to bring people in if you think about like kirk frank you know right. some of the people who like sort of did that cross so we're able to cross oh over gosh. you know and make and you know but they still marry mary um you know yeah. i mean they were all <laughs> according to some people in the church they were all going to hell you know <laughs> I remember that. I right remember that. right 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 so it's it's like you know how do you get people, bring people in? You know, you don't know that that, that, that music could make a difference. Are, or do you have your top three musical artists and top three songs? I know it's hard to do that. I know when I put people on the spot with that kind of question, but. Um, oh my gosh. All right. Uh, I'm going to say uh, like, um, I do have a, uh, right now, I, I do have somewhat of a favorite singer. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, there's this guy go, called uh, uh, Zaccardi Cortez and I love his voice. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he just has a, I think he just has a phenomenal, very soothing, a combination of like, uh, you know, it's somewhat modern, but you know, he also has an old school feel to his voice. So I just, mm -hmm. I just really love his voice. Um, like uh, writers, mm -hmm. you know, I, I am a big Fred Hammond fan. Some of his old stuff. Um, uh, now, uh, secular. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't have to be secular. You know, it could be a mixture. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Y'all gonna laugh at this, but I was a huge Luther Vandross fan. That's nothing wrong with that. Good taste. <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved, you know, the songs, the, the writing, the you know, the way his his approach, you know, his his uh, um, uh, his uh, uh, charisma on stage. There was just something, you know, special about him. I loved, I loved his music. I loved his voice. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with that one. <laughs> And Franklin was pretty good too. <laughs> is there yeah, any particular is, songs that is. songs that you know really have uh, caught 
you know, you really loved today or when you were growing up or anything like that? Ooh, that's a tough one. Well, I, I'm, I will say this. I'm a, I'm a fan of all types of music. You know, okay. I, did do some, I did do some choral classical stuff every now and then. Oh, nice. Once in a blue moon, I'll, I'll listen to some, you know, to some, some uh, you know, um, some Beethoven, some Chopin, some, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I'm in the mood for that stuff. Right, um, right. Uh, you know, I love jazz music. Mm -hmm. uh, a handful of country music songs. Uh, <laughs> well, you play the guitar. Oh, that's so biased. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> right so, um, to be honest with you, that's that's a really tough question. I can't really uh -huh. pinpoint. Mm -hmm. a I just I just kind of love music in general. I just have yeah. this, you know. I get a sense of that. And I love like, you know, when the worship team, y'all will start out with something modern. And then you'll throw in there something like Blessed Assurance. So it's like that, right. <laughs> you know, that that balance of, you know, modern gospel with some of the old hymns. I think that's a, a great thing to do. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, so and that shows, I guess, in the breadth of musical experience that, you know, the worship team has or is willing to share with the congregation. Mm -hmm. You know. And that's uh, and that's something I kind of I kind of use, especially when when you when you get invited somewhere, mm -hmm. um, and you don't know where you're going. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's 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 you know you you you, you, you can't do country music at the, at the gospel fest. You know? <laughs> and, yeah. and, you, you know you and you can't you can't you can't do uh, um, hardcore gospel stuff. You know, at a Caribbean church. You know, mm -hmm. it just, you know, people are going to, I don't know that song, you know. So that I yeah. think one of the most important things as an artist is you have to be able to connect with the crowd. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll, you know, I'll walk in somewhere and I'll kind of notice the age of everyone. So I know some of the modern stuff will work well. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I, I even try to go on, on, on church. If I'm going to a specific church, you know, I like to look at the service beforehand and kind of mm -hmm. check them out and see, okay, oh, okay, I see what. I see what 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 they like um, mm -hmm. because I, I think people, you know, you got to be like the sons of Issachar. You got to understand the times. You got to understand mm -hmm. who you're working with if you're going to be effective at at ministering to them. You know, you know, man, man, a uh, uh, God, God, a uh, man looks at the at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. So, mm -hmm. unfortunately, when we when we're fishers of men, we have to use a man approach. You know, what mm -hmm. appeals to man, and then, and then throw God on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I but you know what I think that's very um cool because sometimes artists will be just like, I'm watching what I want to sing and not take into account the audience because they're the artist, right? So right. I, I really appreciate what you're saying. And that to me is probably how it should be in, in being a worship, being leading worship to really look at the audience and see how can I make the experience how can i lead them in worship how can how can i help them see god based on you know looking out who's out there you know and right so I, I really appreciate that I, I like that i like that and so you know um also i noticed that you were really a go-getter like you said oh i'm going to do this album so you know what would you share with a person who's like yeah i have some songs i'm talented i i really would like to do an album i, I mean it's I'm sure it must take a little bit of money in a studio and just what is the <laughs> process? <laughs> you know, if you want to do an album, do you have to have a manager? Can you, I think, can you be on your own? You know, I just wonder how you Yeah, yeah. I, I think there are just, there are different approaches to, to taking it, to, to, mm -hmm. to making an album. Um, you know, I, I suggest, you know, someone starting out, you know, it'd be good to start out with a single. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and then, and, and then, and finding a, a good producer, I mm -hmm. think, uh, is 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 incredibly important because the producer is going to kind of make the arrangement for you. It's going to put everything together for you. So if you have a, you have a good producer and someone that believes in what you're doing, um, if you find somebody that you know they're they're kind of in it for the money, uh, they're going to charge you uh, an arm and a leg. First of all. And, mm -hmm. and then you might not have the, you know, it might sound nice, but, you know, music is about, you know, touching the soul. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's a that's a big 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 feat to try to accomplish because you know mm-hmm. music can be very subjective, right? Uh, so 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 you know you usually kind of have to, um, you know, you 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 kind of have to um, have a lot of ears on it. You know, if it's just, mm-hmm. just your song, this is my song, this is personal, and then you're not kind of open to feedback. You know, well, you know, on a scale of one to ten, I think that's a four. You know, if you're not open <laughs> to feedback, you mm-hmm. know, you, it, it, it might not go so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you do it for yourself, you know, and then that's totally fine. It's your personal interpretation. You love it. If you want to reach the masses, you know, you really, you have, really have to be open to feedback. But, mm-hmm. um, but I, I suggest you know you start off with a single. Uh, you might want to record something live if you know if you're starting out for the first time and and you're part of a, a church or a praise team. You know, getting a nice group of people around you to help you uh, record. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's just so many aspects of it: uh, background vocals, musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're gonna do more of a live feel, and, and that's the other thing: there are studio versions, and then there are a live versions mm-hmm. so you know you could do a live version in the studio because you're using actual instruments okay uh, so and if you if you do a, a somewhat of a studio album sometimes it could all be everything could be programmed on the computer or with a synthesizer mm-hmm. and you know they they both i think they both work well it depends on how you know you can capture if you can capture a certain sound you know it's mm-hmm. funny i had I had a producer um, I feel so talkative today. I feel like I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what it's about. We want to learn. <laughs> I'm one of my moods today. Um, uh, you know, one of the things about, um, uh, um, you know, a, a producer that I used to work with would, would say, you know, I would sing something and I would make a mistake. And I was like, oh, no, we got to do that over. It's like, no, no, keep that, keep that. You, that, you didn't hear that emotion in that? You got you to mm-hmm. keep that sound because that you capture something there. So, you know, even 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 that, you know, and uh, uh, sometimes we become perfectionists and mm-hmm. it's got to be so perfect and it's got to sound just like this. Um, but sometimes, you know, sometimes the, the, the raw emotion just kind of came through and you captured it and you probably mm-hmm. never be able to repeat the exact same thing you just did. So some, yeah. some things you just have to leave it there. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. No, that's cool. So I think, you know, getting, it sounds like getting the right people around you, perhaps getting a producer, deciding whether you want to do it live or in studio. And, you know, it's, it's so funny, like with our phones nowadays, you can record stuff. I mean, it's just, you know, the technology has evolved so much. You can do so many things in different places. So there's so much online. I know a lot of people say, go Google. You can find so much. <laughs> you know, fix so. our own dishwashers now, you know, on Google, you know, you know, Google, YouTube, you know, so many mm-hmm. things you can do on your own. Yeah. And we, and, you know, I was thinking too, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, you being a minister and I, I was sort of trying to figure out, do you think your, your ministry is an outgrowth for the music or they go together? Because, you know, sometimes in worship, you'll say a little, you'll, you'll preach a little, little. <laughs> so, you know, how do you, how, how do you think, you know, that has helped you um, as you, as you study more and know more and how does that impact, you know, your music? You know, um, I think, I think it, it helps. I mean, well, I, I think it's, 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 they, they kind of go hand in hand, at least for mm-hmm. me. You know, some yeah. artists are are strictly you know kind of musical, and yeah. you know they might share a few words, and that's that's how God you know gave it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was at an event um, this past this past Saturday, um, mm-hmm. out, um, in in what's what's the name of that town? Uh, in in Huntingdon Valley, that's where I was. I was at a church in Huntingdon. Okay. Um. And it was a coffee house type of event. And uh, sometimes I just, you know, I, I try, one of the things I try not to do is talk mm-hmm. too much. <laughs> they didn't invite you here to talk. You know, mm-hmm. I've been at those events where the guy just said, uh, all right, okay, when are you going to mm-hmm. start singing? You're talking too much. 
Right. So I I try not to talk too much, but every now and then, you know, I'll share a scripture. You know, there's just something in the atmosphere. I could feel God moving somehow. And, you know, in between singing something, you know, I'll just share a thought. I'll just share Mm -hmm. an idea, uh, something that's kind of just moving me at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and it, and it comes from scripture. I'll share a scripture right, and, right. and this is what God is doing. And, and every now and then, you know, someone afterwards, well, you know, that, that was just very moving, you know, just really touched my heart. And I think that that's mm-hmm. God's way of, of, of letting us know, you know, you, mm-hmm. what you felt, what you were perceiving was actually from mm-hmm. me and it touched somebody. So yeah. sometimes, you know, you, when, when you're, when you're sharing or when you're exhorting, you know, you don't, you, you don't quite know. You're just kind of stepping out in faith and, and saying mm-hmm. something at the moment. And then, you know, when someone approaches you afterwards and says, you know, you know, I was just, I was just having this conversation with, with my cousin the other day about mm-hmm. how this, this, that, or the other. And it, that's how, you know, you know, that, 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 that we're, we're doing what God wants us to do, or at least yeah. we did what he wanted us to do that moment. Right, right, right. No, that's great. And um, there's another facet of you I wanted to talk a little bit about. It's it's interesting to me that you're in education, but you're not a music teacher. So, <laughs> <laughs> so can you talk a little bit about, you know, how did you decide to go into education? And, and, and also you made this move from the classroom to administration. So maybe you can talk to us a little bit oh about that. God. <laughs> and maybe we, we don't have another hour, but like this is the short version. <laughs> yeah. You caught me on one of those nights where I'm just feel like talking. And my wife tells me every now and then, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out with my wife or we're sitting on the couch and she's like, wow, do you really feel like talking today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, a nice way to say it. <laughs> so you may have caught me on one of those nights. So I'm going to try to. Like I do when I go in engagement. All right, don't talk too much. Don't talk too, too much. Well, this um, is the podcast you're supposed to talk to. You're right. doing great. This is a great podcast for me when I'm doing more listening than talking. So, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so um, all right, I'm having a senior moment. Bring me back. Bring me back. Yeah, bring you back to like this whole education. Like, like, I, yes. like I said, I thought it was funny. You're not a music teacher. <laughs> so how did right. you get into education and and, you know. So, so this is, I guess this is where, 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 where this is the, the testimony service part. Um, <laughs> I, I got to do a testimony in order okay. to get to, to, to this part here. So this is very interesting. So I, I, um, I was, a, you know, growing up, I was the type of person I, I, I wanted to try to do everything, learn everything. Um, I, uh, I went to college and I actually, I flunked out of college. You know, my dad was kind of pushing me into the into the engineering and sciences, and I kind of mm-hmm. liked it, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't me. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't do well in school, and, and then I left. So uh, you're gonna laugh, and I try not to tell people this, but um, I went I wound up going to automotive school, and I worked in the automotive field for a little while. Oh wow! Okay. And, you know, just trying to trying to get something, you know, to eventually to get back to college. And the military, I, 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 um, I joined the army reserve. So I'm like, oh, I'm wow. like a jack of all trades. I, You're not all right, kidding. All right, let's try that. You know, I even went into, I did call it more than music, but I didn't know it was really all this, but all right, good. <laughs> <laughs> and then at some point when automotive wasn't bringing enough money, I got it. I wound up getting into some, some type of social work, you know, so I didn't have a degree. So I, I just did all kinds of things. And then uh, I was still in the, I, I, I wound up uh, going back to the military. I went full time for four years and I was uh, uh, a recruiter. I was in recruiting command. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's where I, I met my wife and, and I left recruiting and I got into sales. And it was just a, a big journey. And finally, my, you know, my wife was like, uh, you know, why don't you go back to school? You know, I was unemployed. I got, I was on unemployment. She said, why don't you go back to school? Because you know, I help you. I'll support you. And I was like, all right, I'll go back to school. So, you know, unemployment is actually paying for my college. Uh, You know, they were paying my college tuition, kept working, kept going to school. And I don't know why I I, I just, I started taking Spanish courses 
<laughs> okay. I took I took a whole bunch of Spanish courses. So maybe let me try let me see see what happens with this team. Let me try teaching. Mm-hmm. So I took a lot of Spanish courses. My Spanish was getting rusty. So it was it, it was coming back to me. It was getting better. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And um, then I be- I became a Spanish teacher. So I did wow. that for about fourteen years. Uh, you know, I, I I went to a workshop years ago, and I heard a, a, a panelist say, "You know, those of you that are in music, only five percent of you really can make it and, and make a living off of it. So mm-hmm. you, you better have a job." You know? So mm-hmm. um, you know, I I, I I I did teaching and I did music at the same time. You know, uh-huh. the evenings or on the weekends, I would, I would, you know, get invited to different places. Um, and then eventually I got, I kind of got tired of the classroom. It was just driving me nuts. I was like, I've been doing this for so many years. I know it so well. Um, you know, I went back and got the master's to be able to a, a master's in, in educational leadership so mm. that I go to administration. So now I'm, 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 I'm a dean at a middle school. So, okay. Uh, so, and, and it's, it's, it's turned out to really be ministry, you know, mm-hmm. um, just trying to meet with, with students. I mean, all day mm-hmm. uh, problems, issues, you know, some things are heartbreaking. Some things are, uh, some things are very rewarding. Uh, you know, like I said earlier, I think we, I, I think this is before you turn the podcast on, uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, the rewards are are are, are long term. It takes a while to yeah. see the rewards with these students, but the the problems are short term and they pop up within the milliseconds. <laughs> so yeah. um, you know, and, and so that's what I that's what I do now. You know, I still I, I continue to do music and 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 I work in the education field and of course you know at the church every Sunday every week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a lot, um, but yeah. um, but I I, I love everything that I'm doing right now. So does your military background, you know, my husband was in the military. Does that enter into your right. administration, that discipline? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit down, you know, in the lunch <laughs> you know. Yeah. We're in class, you know, we're in the hallways, you know. I, I give, I just give middle school, uh, anybody who does middle school, they get the props. I, I remember... Uh, my daughter's school, and they say middle school is like if you think about a a sound wave going up and down. That's middle school, and as parents and administrators and teachers, we have to be that flat line because they're all over the place. So I I give you a teachers a lot of props, you know, uh, for middle school. Even when I got certified, I was going to do K through six. I, I I'm afraid of middle school. I even do the little ones or the high school. Middle school yes. is like a whole <laughs> another it adventure. <laughs> and I I started out well. I did three years in middle school at a, a different district, but then I I was in high school for about a good twelve years. So I've only been back at the middle school for two years now. Oh wow! Uh, so, so it, it was it was a transition, you know. I I was I was surprised that the tears came so quickly. No, he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's what he's down here. <laughs> are Hormones going, are all going? over the place. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, emotions, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, got, I don't know. I'm not sure what bus I'm on. Why? You know. <laughs> well god bless you for that for sure so, so do your students know that you're do you you're you're musical do you have you shown that in your school yet or, no? <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> it makes me laugh that you asked me that uh uh-huh. students are creatures uh, are internet creatures and they're just very uh-huh. curious okay. and every now and then uh, I, I already i didn't even i don't tell anybody you know i have a guitar yeah. And I do have some, um, like an award or two, I put it in my office. So sometimes yeah. somebody comes in and is like, hey, what's that? And I do keep a guitar in the office too. Okay. Uh, just things are moving at a fast pace, so I don't always get to play it. But right. uh, uh, a, a student already, hey, Mr. Felice, I heard your mixtape already. You know, so I heard you got an album. I like the songs. You know, I've oh. had, I've had about five or six kids say that to me this year because they, you know, they all talk. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mr. You know, Mr. You know, Mr. Felice, he has, a, he has an album, you know, mm-hmm. or a mixtape. They don't even call it an album. They call it a mixtape. <laughs> mix I was like, yes, okay, yes, I have a mixtape. That's old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Even the word CD is a, is, a, is, a, is a dinosaur now. I know, I know. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what do you call them? Because, like, I go way back to, like, we actually have records. You put a record player. But they're right. back out again because my daughter has a, you know, she buys albums. And right. some of my old albums that were in the attic still play. So she took, like, my Stevie Wonder and all those other things. So. Wow. It's old as new, as they say. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they told that guy, yeah, uh, hold on to that tie. It'll come back in style, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, that is so true. That's so true. But this has been just, just a great conversation. I um, just love getting to know you even more. And I'm sure people will be inspired by your story. And just the fact that you try so many things. Like, I think sometimes people think, Life is like this straight line, but sometimes you have to go right. through different things to, to get where God wants you to be. And it may mold you and shape you to be who he needs you to be. So I appreciate you being open to share your story of, you know, it wasn't quite a straight line for you, but, you know, it sure was. <laughs> um, so I think that's really, really inspiring. So um, just wanted to say, do you have any last thoughts you would like to like to share share with the audience? Well, you know, I, I guess as we were talking about, you know, the straight line, I saw a, um, you know, I, I saw, uh, um, you know, sometimes on, on the internet, you'll see like two pictures, uh, you know, on one picture, it said my plan. And, you know, it was like a straight road with you mm -hmm. know, a nice highway, smooth, nice and smooth. And then uh, mm -hmm. the second picture said God's plan. And it had, you know, had jungle it had rocks, it had all these obstacles that were just in the way just to be able to get to the other side, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just, we just, sometimes we just got to go with the flow of God's plan, you know, where is he taking us? Where are we going with this? And, oh my gosh, I thought I'd be here by now. You know, mm -hmm. here I am, this age, and I thought I would have accomplished this, you know. Right. But, 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 you know, the promises of God are yes and amen. Yeah. Know? He said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass so you know anybody out there that's listening and you're just kind of you know in, in limbo or la, whatever la la land you know all these phrases they have for different <laughs> states of being you know wherever yeah. you are you know just keep moving forward and and and, and you know god doesn't he, god only gives us glimpses of our future mm -hmm. he doesn't he doesn't reveal the whole thing so just keep moving forward and keep keep following those glimpses Oh, that's great. Well, thanks again, Noe. And uh, I always tell my guests, who knows, I may come up with something else and have you come back again. So don't be surprised. Okay, I know, I would but... love to. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but thank you so much. No, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Garage Conversation with Shar. I know that there are many listening options today, so truly appreciate you making this podcast your choice. Until next time, Peace and blessings.